Oh, you're busting out textbooks. <laughs> textbooks. Wow. The curious lore of precious stones. You are. Huh? I know you're bringing in the big, the big book. The big guns today. We are back for another week of Gem Junkies. I'm Brecken. And I'm Jonathan. And if we sound super funny, it's because we are both battling the preschool plague. Yeah, girls <laughs> started full-time school and we're all sick. We're all sick. Oh my gosh. But we're, I mean, we're, we're doing this. We're rocking, rocking it. it. No yeah. sick days for parents. And it is a freaking cold day here in Idaho. Yeah, very, very cold. Blisteringly cold. Is that a, is that a saying? That's blistering heat. Okay. But frigid. 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 Frigidly cold. It is so cold I have to wear a hat indoors. (laughs) And Stephanie's wearing a hat too. Yes. Everyone's wearing a hat. Minus Uh, Jonathan. Except Jonathan. But you run like 10 degrees warmer than anybody I know. So. All right. Maybe because it's so cold we picked zircon. Blue. Icy blue gemstone. Yes. And maybe because it's also December's birthstone. That could be. You know. We haven't done Zircon yet, and we figured, let's do it in December. You December babies are lucky ducks. Yeah. Can we talk about how many birthstones December yeah. has? Yeah, it's like nobody can make up their minds. They start, got <laughs> yeah. to the end of the year, and they're like, oh, but what about, but what about, let's just throw them all in let's December. Let's just throw them all in December. Uh, you have Tanzanite, right. December. You have Turquoise. Yeah. You have... Zircon, mm-hmm. and then periodic sometimes you get blue topaz because it's used to kind of because blue zircon they're not available yeah. or too expensive. So like or... four, four birthstones for the month of December. Yep. Go team. And they're all blue. They're all blue. Yeah. yeah. So I guess that kind of ties it in together. Yeah. It's just kind of. A blue Except blue. zircon comes in a rainbow of colors, as we will all soon learn. Very true. Yeah. All right, zircon. 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 Not to be confused with cubic zirconium. Definitely not. Which is a man-made gemstone that simulates diamond. Correct. Zircon is a natural gemstone. Although zircon has been used as a diamond simulant. It has. In its colorless form. In its colorless form. Yeah. So zircon is, you know, its chemical name is zirconium silicate. And the name Zircon comes from Zargon, which is Persian, meaning gold-hued. Now, when we think about Zircon, we typically think of blue. Blue. Because 80% of the Zircons that are sold are sold in the blue color. But naturally occurring, they're much more earth tones. More yellows browns, and browns. yellows, oranges, greens, yeah. maybe some reds. Zircon back in like, you know, medieval times was known as hyacinth. Actually, it comes from ancient Greek. Um, and it's based on the hyacinth flower, which is yellow, orange, or red. Right. That's what <clears throat> the name comes from. Uh, cool fact, it's the oldest mineral on Earth. 4.4 billion years old. Yes, it was the first crystal crystal to form in molten granite as the earth was forming. And it is even older than the moon. Yeah, the moon is only 4 billion years old. Zircon 
It's 4.4. Not all Zircon. Not all, but the they oldest found known Zircon. Known Zircon, which was found in Western Australia. Mm-hmm. So Australia gets the award for the oldest mineral on the planet. Yeah. Zircon. Zircon is kind of renowned for its fire and its brilliance. Yeah. Which is why it was sometimes used as a diamond simulant. Yeah, super sparkly, lots yeah. of fire. It was often confused with diamonds back in back in the days, back in the old days. Um, and several properties that give it these really um, brilliant and scintillating sparkles. Um, it has a really high refractive index, and that measures how light. The refractive index measures how fast light travels through a gemstone. Right. And other stones that have high refractive index are garnet, diamond, diamond. Um, and so basically what it is, is it, we call it an over-the-limit stone because it has a refractive index that's over 1.8, which is what your common gemological instrument can read to. So it has a really high refractive index. The other cool thing about zircon is that it has super high birefringence. And birefringence means it's double refractive. So when the light enters, the light splits. It splits. And they travel at different speeds. Yes. Yeah. And so you can actually see it when you look in a zircon. It, it almost is like you're crossing your eyes when you yeah. look inside a zircon. You can see double the facet junctions. Mm-hmm. And because of that, you get lots of sparkle. Yeah. And it also has a really high specific gravity, which means it's really dense and heavy right. for its size. One of the coolest things, I love doing this because every week I get to go back and kind of brush up on remember. gemstones. Yeah. I remember why I like each and every gemstone individually. Right. Why I don't have a favorite gemstone because they're all just so unique and cool. Zircon contains trace amounts of uranium. So it is radioactive. Uh, Not dangerously. Not dangerously. Um, And these radioactive trace elements can actually break down the crystal structure of zircon. Especially over time. Over time, especially. So So even 4.4 billion years, there you go. That's a lot of time. It'll actually destroy the crystal structure of the gem. Yeah, and make it... Amazing. Yeah, so... Makes it amorphous. Yeah, and it's called... Menemic. That is the word for this. It's uh, partly amorphous from the radioactive impurities. And the cool thing is gemologists have designated zircons into three different types based on the amount of radioactive breakdown that has occurred. So you have your high-level zircon. Which is actually your younger zircon. Younger zircon, which has full crystal structure, no breakdown, and it has high or normal physical properties. And that is a really high birefringence, so really high doubling. It has really high specific gravity, and it has a really high refractive reading, refractive index. Then you go to medium, which is, you know, in between high and low. So it has some damage to the crystal structures and its readings are kind of all in the mid range. And then low is extensive damage, low specific gravity, low RI. And sometimes you look at them and you don't even see doubling, the characteristic doubling that you see in zircon. Those gemstones are typically green zircon, which are really rare. You don't see a ton of them on the market. Right. But here's the crazy thing. 
when you heat a, a low type zircon, it can actually restore the crystalline structure and it returns it back to all the Care. physical properties, the high RI, the high specific gravity and all that kind of good stuff. That's crazy that heating will actually change the specific gravity of a gemstone. Yeah. That's crazy to me. Yeah. So you put it in and it's one carat weight. Mm-hmm. Did, will it, does it also change shape too? Well, so... Would it change the dimension? I don't think so because you're not heating it enough to melt the gemstone. But it gets more dense because if you increase specific gravity... Yeah, it, you're changing the crystal structure. I understand why you're freaking out because basically you're thinking heat is somehow adding weight. density to the stone. Yeah, because yeah. if it has a higher, if you put the, either it has to change shape and become smaller dimension wise, but become more dense, mm-hmm. so therefore gain specific gravity, it'd be higher. higher Maybe that's what it does. It must. Because the crystal structure realigns. Realigns and, and it actually shrinks in size. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of, because it can't gain, it doesn't put on weight. No. So it has to change dimensions. The yeah. dimensions have to shrink. Yeah. It must get yeah, compound it. Yeah. Yeah. Compacts. Compacts it. Compacts it. Yeah. We just figured that out all on our own. <laughs> High five. Go to you. <laughs> anyway. That is creative problem solving right there. But that is cool. I mean, yeah. And the fact that it compacts with heat is, is interesting. What's the benefit of people heating gemstones? To just in make general. them so to make them more um, attractive. So whether that's by changing the color, which is the case with zircon, or with like ruby and sapphire, it a lot of times it, it enhances the clarity or and the sharpness the color. of color. Yeah. So really, to make it more beautiful. Yeah. Just a little human touch to what Mother Nature already did. Like we were saying, people heat zircon. Right. And they. They heat it to change the color, Yes. really. And so people like colorless, which is often used as a diamond simulant, or blue. Blue is probably, well, it is the most popular color of zircon. And blue zircon was extremely popular in Victorian jewelry, Mm -hmm. and they've been heating zircon for centuries. Mm -hmm. This goes way back. Um, And how it began was they started heating the cinnamon color of zircon and changing it to colorless. Mm. So that's how this little heating first got started. And then they started heating other colors. Who's they? They, those people, they, the gem dealers back 400 years ago. Where? Well, Sri Lanka. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to continue with this story here because it's pretty cool. Okay. They were not sold as zircon. They were not sold as colorless zircon. They were sold as Matura diamonds Mm -hmm. and they are named for the place in Sri Lanka where that type of zircon was found. Matura. Matura. M-A-T-U-R-A. Matura diamonds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is. Never heard of that. But to heat a zircon, you pack it in charcoal. You surround it with charcoal, you heat it to 1600 degrees Fahrenheit or about 875 degrees Celsius, cook it for a few hours. Some will come out colorless, some will come out blue, some will come out the same color they were as when they went in. 
And so typically what happens is they'll take out all the ones that have changed to the color they like and then back into the charcoal. They'll heat it back up and the next time some are going to turn blue, some are going to turn colorless, and some are going to stay the same. And it's quite common for zircons to be ones that don't change color for a second round to keep getting cooked until they do, which is crazy to me. And then there's, so that one they're packed in charcoal. Now there's a different one where it's heated in air. You don't pack it and you only heat it to 1450 degrees Celsius, 1450 degrees Celsius or 800 degrees centigrade. And that will really give you those strong yellows, oranges, and reds. Hmm. And they, so a lot of zircon kind of has that brown undertone, that really earthy brown undertone, and that type of heating will kind of remove that brown and make a more pure version of their color. And so most dealers assume that colorless blue or red zircons are heat treated. Right. Because they are so rare in nature. Mm-hmm. Sources, you want to talk about sources? Um, so the number one source for zircon as a whole mm-hmm. is Australia. Like over 30% of all of your zircon comes from Australia. Yeah. But not necessarily your gem grade. Gem grade zircon. One thing I found super interesting was they use zircon sand in um, glazing ceramics. Yeah. I yeah. thought that was super cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, that was just kind of... Does the yeah. color transfer into the glaze? No, this is all pretty low-grade zircon, so I don't know if it's, you know, I don't know why it's done, but zircon sand. Zircon sand. And then you have Sri Lanka and Which is probably your, it's your most historical source. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then Southeast Asia, so Vietnam, Cambodia, Burma. That's the majority of where we've bought it, but from is from Cambodia. Mm -hmm. So Cambodia is the best source for heated material, like um, best, it turns the best blue. Right. And one thing that I found super interesting is that prospectors often find zircon when they're looking for sapphire. So if you look at the where zircon is found map, it's also in places that sapphire is found. Right. And so it's kind of a gem. The two gemstones go hand in hand. Yeah. And then also you find some in Africa. So like Tanzania, you get some of the stuff that's colored to. Is heated to red. Yeah. And then the other place that they mine a lot of zircon, but more the low grade, is in uh, uh, South Africa. Mm-hmm. And Madagascar. Madagascar mm-hmm. has a new find. Well, new like 10 years ago, but still, <laughs> that's pretty new. Newer. Because zircon is heated, it's a brittle stone. It's a really brittle stone. Um, it has a Mohs hardness from six and a half to seven and a half, but it is not a very durable stone because of how brittle it is. It often abrades on facet junctions or is easily chipped, so you really should use caution when you're wearing it. Yeah. Um, we don't, we, I mean, we sell zircon rings, but it's not an everyday ring. It's, mm-hmm. you know, a, a special occasion ring, but it, it's beautiful in pendants, earrings, Brooches. Brooches. (laughs) All of the above. But just use caution, especially when in rings. Uh, Another thing that we saw a lot when we were buying a ton of Blue Zircon was they cut the pavilions really deep. Yeah, to gain color. Yeah, so you could have a stone that is weighing 
you know, 10 carats, but it might look like a three or four carat stone. Yeah, they have a tendency to be really deep in the They color. have a tendency to be super deep. They have a high specific gravity, which also adds to the higher carat weight, but they cut that pavilion super deep so it can maintain that really strong, deep blue color. Deep blue. Mm-hmm. And it's a really pretty blue. It often has green with it. So it's almost like a tealy blue color, which I like. Uh, actually, when we were preparing for this podcast, what did you tell me? Jonathan wants something. Usually it's me that wants something after researching a gemstone. What did you want? I thought some of the green zircon was kind of cool. I hadn't really seen that before. Yeah, I think it's kind of cool too. So Jonathan now has a shopping list for Tucson. <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah. Now on to my favorite part of the show, the lore. Yes. The legend. The legend of the zircon. The myths surrounding hyacinth. Or zircon. Yeah. Yep. So, fun fact. Zircon was used on the hilt of Excalibur. So when, you know, the sword and stone, boom, zircon on the hilt. That's how it was described anyway in the story. Mm. Um, It is a recommended amulet for travelers. Why? Because... It is, it's considered a protection against the plague and wounds and injury, which, as we all know, are the two most feared perils by anyone who took long journeys back in the good old days. So it was said to lose its brilliance and grow pale and dull if anyone around you developed the plague. And so that was your indication, I better get the heck out of here because people are about to be dying. You should give your preschool some zircon. <laughs> yeah, just sprinkle zircon around the preschool. It starts to go pale. Get some zircon sand. Yeah. <laughs> Have some zircon sand out in the playground. Um, it was also supposed to assure you a cordial reception upon hotel check-in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> really random. I know. It, um... So they just have a stone on yeah, the Yeah, I mean, no. So, like, if you have a zircon, you're going to get treated really well when you check into your hotel when you're traveling. Hmm. So, note to self. Note to self. Note to self. It was also said to help prevent lightning strikes. So, when you wore it, you wouldn't get struck by lightning. I don't know how common those were back in the day, but they're not really common now. So, I don't really know how this legend developed. But maybe someone that had a zircon ring didn't get hit by lightning, and they thought, hey, it must have been the zircon. (laughs) Great. But, okay, it also helps with sleep. It aids in sleep. There's a story, a gentleman tells... But you shouldn't really wear your jewelry at night. Well, you know, back in the day, (laughs) you don't know. There, so this gentleman states that he had the habit of wearing a rather large zircon and had found that the stone seemed to dispose somewhat to sleep, but not much. And he added that it was probably because it wasn't the best zircon. It wasn't the bright red. It was only the golden color. So maybe if he had the bright red, he would have gotten a better night's sleep. So. What about blue? Well, I mean, really, they didn't really have blue blue back then. That's just, you know, the past few centuries that they've started heating it. So this story is from, like, what, 1560. Oh. Yeah. So there you go. Um, Another very fun fact about zircon is it can be used to cure um, phantoms or magical spells. 
So you can actually use it while exercising the demons. <laughs> there was a saint back in 1179 that actually taught us how to do this. Would you like to hear how to to exercise phantoms and oh, overcome please. evil spells? <laughs> this please. could have been the Halloween okay. episode. <laughs> it could have been. If anyone is bewitched by phantoms or by magical spells so that he has lost his wits, take a hot loaf of pure wheaten bread and cut the upper crust in the form of a cross. And then pass the stone along the cutting, reciting these words. Okay, wait for it. May God, who cast away all precious stones from the devil, cast away thee, state your name, all phantoms and all magic spells and free thee from the pain of this madness. Are you making this up? No, I it's not <laughs> And then, okay. and then you were supposed to feed the bread to the afflicted person. Well, better than the zircon. Better than the zircon. <laughs> and uh, then it was supposed to cure them. Wow. Yeah. So if anyone's been cursed by a witch lately, okay. get some zircon, bless some bread, and take a bite. There you go. So wrapping that up. <laughs> Did you really think I was making that up? I was reading that word for You're word, like, man. The cold's getting to her. The cold is getting to me. 1179. They didn't have much to explain. That's true. Illnesses. So. They would try anything. They'd try anything. Yeah. Go team. Go team. Zircon. Your cure for the plague, sleeplessness, and demons. <laughs> so wrapping up another... Fun-filled week of the gym junkies. I'm feeling better than when we started. That's great. Probably because I've had to take like five breaks and blow my nose during the whole <laughs> Or the fact that you're on your third coffee for the day. Yeah, I am. And I'm on DayQuil, so you know I'm just shaking over here. I'm just shaking in my seat. We'll be back next week. Yeah. So next week, it's a big year for Parlay for us. We have been in business for... 45 years. Yeah, so it's 1973. Yeah, it's our 45th anniversary. So we thought it would be kind of fun to interview Frank, yeah. Jonathan's dad, who, who started the business, and kind of get his intake and see, you know, what he thinks about his experiences yeah. in our beautiful industry. Yeah. And as always, if you want to learn more about us, you can follow us at Parlay Gems on Facebook. Twitter and Instagram and we'll see you next week or we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you next week. This is Brecken and Jonathan. Have a great day. Bye-bye.